So big problems aren't a bad thing. It all depends. A lot of the time, if you've got big problems, you're normally wanting to live a big life with big goals. Welcome to The Underestimated Entrepreneur, where I share mindset, lifestyle, and business hacking tips, tools, and some painful lessons along my journey from growing my businesses and also working with some of the top entrepreneurs, business leaders, and professional athletes. Driven Mofos, welcome back to another episode of The Underestimated Entrepreneur. For those of you who don't know who I am, I'm Michael Mojo, founder of Mojo Human Performance Institute and also Mojo Business Multiplier. I just want to help people crush it in life. And the way that we do that is through human performance tools to help people perform better, but also we help businesses perform better also. And the reason why I do these episodes is that most people waste their life and I just don't want you to be one of them. So let's talk about problems. Now, so many people in our society have this idea that problems are such a bad thing. But problems are normally only a problem if you keep having the same problem and you can't figure it out. So if you have problems in, let's say, dating, and you keep dating the same people consistently, and I see this all across social media where there are certain women out there who say, you know, you can't find a good man out there. Or there are certain men out there who say, you know, you can't find a good woman. They're normally people who keep repeating the same pattern. My point that I'm trying to make, though, is that if you keep repeating the same problem, that there is an actual problem within itself. And you have to investigate and go, well, why do I keep having these same problems over and over and over again? Why can't I figure things out? Why do I keep doing things that aren't an advantage to me within my own life? What am I doing? And so it helps you to break down some of the challenges and some of the problems that you keep creating within your own life. But if you actually have a look at what a problem really is, it's just some sort of chaos that you can't figure out what the order or the structure is within that chaos. Now, within our lives, as we grow, Every time you grow into a new sphere of growth, and let's say a sphere, essentially, I like to call them growth spheres within our own life or growth circles. As we overcome one circle or we get outside of the comfort zone that we're in or the comfort circle that we're in, we grow into a new circle. That circle or that new sphere normally has a whole bunch of new chaos or a whole bunch of stuff that we don't know. And so we call that a problem or we call that chaos, but it's not really chaos and it's not really a problem. It's just essentially that we need to learn a whole bunch of things. We need to figure things out. And then we need to go and implement. And as we implement, we tend to learn what works and what doesn't work. And we become more knowledgeable. And then we start to figure out that there is some sort of an order or structure within the chaos. And then as you start to structure your life or you structure your business within that new level of chaos, it becomes orderly. And then you grow into a new circle or a new sphere. As this keeps happening throughout our lives, we keep creating problems. That's why we solve a problem. And then we create a new problem. Hopefully the new problem is a greater problem than the problem that you just had. Because if the problem that you've got is the same problem, it means that you're not growing and you're not learning the lessons that you need to learn in order to keep growing. But for everyone who's listening to this who's a business owner, you will know this. You'll grow, let's say, for instance, you grow your marketing. When you grow your marketing, your marketing get more exposure, all of a sudden now you've got more new customers. More new customers are coming in and that could cause a production problem where you can't produce enough or it might cause an administration problem. Then you go and you fix the administration problem. And then as you fix the administration problem, everything starts flowing more effectively. So you've essentially turned what is known as chaos into some sort of structure and order. Then as that happens, it just creates more chaos and more disorder within the business just in a different area. And so that's business ownership, that's management, that's leadership. And for anyone who's listening here who's not a business owner, that will happen in all areas of your life. If you start getting fitter and you put more energy into your health area of life, all of a sudden that might cause some problems in your intimate relationship. 
So you might need to jump in there and learn how to communicate more effectively. So you need to learn how to structure your communication more effectively when you're dealing with your partner based on their value system. So all it is, is a lot of disorder in an area or disorder in an area that creates a stress or a pressure. That stress and pressure forces us to grow in that area. Then when we grow, we figure out that we can solve that problem by learning. We then go and implement a whole bunch of things through our actions and through our behaviors. As we implement, we start to structure things. And as we structure things, it creates a new disorder or chaos in a different area. And that's growth. When you realize that that's how humans grow and that's how things grow in nature anyway, is that they will tend to go to a chaotic form in order to be restructured again. And that everything in the universe is essentially breaking down in order to create something new. Nothing stays the same. And you can't have chaos without order and you can't have order without it creating chaos. It just depends where the chaos and order is at any point in time. They're not always in the same area of life or they're not always in the same area of business. It all depends on the business and it all depends on the person's life. But normally what will happen is as you start to create something in life, it starts destroying something else in life. Then as you start to structure that thing that was just destroyed, it will create more growth in that area, but something else will get destroyed. And it's consistently forcing you to grow. So I learned this from Dr. John D. Martini. He consistently says that you can't grow something new without being prepared to destroy something old. And you can see that in nature. Humans consistently do it. We fix one problem, we create another problem. Remember a hundred or so years ago, we didn't have plastic. And so we had other problems. You know, you couldn't put your food in certain containers or you couldn't even store food effectively. I mean, we didn't really even have proper refrigeration, but you couldn't really store food effectively. So we had glass containers or we had Pyrex, if you remember, you know, some people still would have Pyrex and stuff like that, but we had glass. Now glass is a problem because it's hard to work with it needs a lot of fuel. So I guess if you're burning coal or you're burning whatever it is to make energy, because it uses a lot of energy in the glass creation process. So it's very energy ineffective. So then plastics come along. Plastics are a bit more simpler to use, a bit more effective. You can mold it in any shape really, really quickly. So production increases. And then all of a sudden we have this huge plastic problem. And then so now we're out there cleaning the oceans and humans are figuring out that plastics are a problem. Now they've found plastic eating bacteria as well. So they're starting to find that there's more of this plastic eating bacteria around as well. I don't know whether that will solve the problem or not. I'm not really too sure. But we're using plastics in different ways. We've got recycling, all of that. So humans are starting to solve the plastics problem. Now that will just create another fucking problem. Most people think, you know, when we can clean up all the plastics and blah, well, we're just gonna create another problem anyway. And then we'll solve that problem. A hundred years ago, you used to have to go outside to go to the bathroom. Okay, houses didn't have toilets in them. The toilet used to be outside. You used to have to walk out in the middle of the night with your little lantern and go to the bathroom. So we solved that problem, but we created other problems within our house or within our home. Okay, and this is just a pattern that keeps happening within human life and within just nature in general. So whenever you're going to grow anything in your life, please understand that something else has to be destroyed or something else has to change or chaos has to be created. So if you're expecting problems and you're expecting chaos because you're growing in an area of life, then you become more self-aware and you can figure out what am I prepared to create or what chaos am I creating by creating something new? Let's say you're growing your business and you're looking at the growth and you go, wow, we're gonna grow the finances this year. We are going to ramp everything up. This is gonna be a great year. Well, that might be a little bit ignorant because it's also not gonna be a great year. Because as your business ramps up, you're going to have more staffing problems. You're going to have more hiring problems. There's going to be a bigger stress on cash consistently 
because as you're hiring more people, it means more wages. That's a huge responsibility. So there's more responsibility. There's more planning. There's more preparation. There's more operational stuff going on. Okay, you need to have better managers, better communicators. So all of this is creating chaos in the background where most people Christmas time or getting close to the new year are thinking, I'm gonna grow my business. I'm gonna grow this great stuff. And they're thinking about all the growth without thinking about the chaos. They get to February or March and the business owner's freaking out. They're stressed all the time. They're going, you know, I don't know why we've got staffing problems, cash flow problems. I've got to find another manager. People are unreliable. They're not rocking up. You know, we don't have the systems and the infrastructure and then they're all stressed out. If they realize that part of that growth, it comes with the opposite side as well, which is the chaos, then they just go, yeah, it's just part of the growth. I already knew this was going to happen. Now I'm going to fix those problems. So now I've got to go fix a management problem. Okay, now I've got to go fix a consistent cash flow problem. We need more reliability. So we need more reliable customers. We need better customers who pay on time. Okay, so these are all the things that we need to be aware of because growth rarely happens without chaos. Okay, or actually doesn't happen really. And growth doesn't happen without destruction. I explain this in our Thrive Time event. I talk about the scenario of building a house. If you've got an old shitty house and things start falling down in your house and you keep fixing it or patching it up all the time, Eventually, you'll get to a point where you just go, I can't keep patching it. Like it costs more and it wastes more time, more energy, more money. Keep fixing this thing up. So you might decide to knock it down and build something new. So you create all the plans. You do all the architecture. It looks amazing. But then one day, you've got this old shitty house that's there with stuff falling down. And you've got this vision of the architecture of the future of what it's going to look like. But you drive past in a week. And there's all this rubble on the ground and there's dirt and dust everywhere because there's excavators in there knocking it all down. And then you go, oh shit, there's all this crap everywhere. Before I had this shitty house with stuff falling down, but now there's nothing apart from just crap all over the ground, just rubbish essentially. And then you come back three or four weeks later and there's this piece of flat ground. There's nothing there at all. Okay, And that can be quite concerning for some people. Okay, They had a house before, it might have been shit. But they had this house before. Now they've got nothing. Now there's just this blank piece of land. And the land sits there for a while and nothing happens. And then they're waiting and waiting and waiting. Okay, it can create a bit of anxiety, a bit of animosity. But then after a while, the foundation gets laid. When the foundation gets laid, then the plumbing goes in and all the other stuff starts going on. And then in a short period of time, it seems as though everything starts happening really, really quickly. And now you've got the framework going up. Then the roof goes on. Then all of this stuff starts happening and within six to 12 months, bang, you've got the rest of the house all finished and effective. And then you might have to do the gardening and so on. But you get my point that there's a process of things not working. Then it creates more destruction and more chaos. Then from the chaos, everything gets cleared and wiped. And then from there, the new rebuilding starts to happen. The same thing happens when we grow in our own life. Most people, when they set New Year's resolutions, they set these New Year's resolutions and they look at all the benefits. They look at all the things that are going to work and this is going to be amazing. This is going to be a great year. I'm going to get my health on track. You know, I'm going to make more money. I'm going to get my finances on track. But very rarely do people sit down and go, right, in order to get my health on track, what chaos am I going to be creating? What problems am I going to be creating? What's going to get in the way? What's going to stop me? What are the roadblocks? What are the other areas of life that are going to be impacted by my focus changing and shifting into a different area of life? When business owners get there and they go, we're going to grow in these areas this year, they don't really think about all the chaos and the destruction that's going to happen as a result of them trying to build something new. And that's where a lot of stress and pressure comes from for most people. But stress isn't a bad thing and problems aren't a bad thing. It's just the way that you think about it. If the way you think about it changes and shifts, 
then you'll find that problems are actually a good thing, not a bad thing. Or you'll find that problems are beneficial because you realize that growth is happening when problems are being created consistently, unless they're the same problems. Then that means that you're not growing enough in order to solve those problems, or you're not learning enough, you're not adapting enough, or you're not adaptable. Or there's something else going on that causes you to stay stuck at the same level with the same behaviors, the same thought processes, the same emotions, and potentially the same environment. And maybe it's one or two or multiple things that need to change. And then you can start going on to creating greater problems, greater challenges. Now, if you've got huge problems, you normally have a huge goal or a huge mission. And I've spoken about this before on the podcast where I worked with a business owner who was getting sued for a couple of million dollars. And we were walking and I just stopped him one day because he was complaining about it. And he was like, you know, it's just stressing me out so much. And it had been going on for a year or two. And I said, can you remember back when you were really struggling when you first started business? and you were almost homeless because you couldn't even pay your bills. Could you imagine how awesome it would be to be able to have the money that someone knows that you've got, that they're willing to sue you for a couple of million dollars, and that you're prepared to spend half a million dollars to a million dollars in legal fees to defend that money? And he stopped and he smiled and he said, shit, I've never thought about it that way. And so that problem is relative to the life that he's living and the goals that he has. No one's going to sue him for millions of dollars if he doesn't already have millions of dollars. Okay, no one's going to sue someone and spend half a million to a million dollars on legal fees unless they're fucking stupid, you know, in order to get nothing off of a homeless person. They're not going to do that. Okay, they're going to sue someone who has a lot of money. And that's one of the challenges of having a lot of money, I guess you could say. No one sues poor people. They sue rich people. Okay, rich people are always getting things swung at them from different angles legally and financially and all that because when people know you've got money, they come after it. But that's a problem that if you're wanting to have a lot of money, that's a problem that you need to solve and that you need to deal with. It's just part of the game. Anyway, Driven Mofos, I hope this helps. If you haven't already done so, jump across to my Twitter. I've been smashing it lately and also my YouTube. So it's MichaelMojo00 on both YouTube and Twitter. Jump across there, check it out. Twitter's been going nuts. I'm loving it at the moment. I've been posting heaps of stuff on there a couple of times a day. So jump across there. Tips, tools, strategies, a whole bunch of different things. MichaelMojo00 on Twitter. Also, jump across to YouTube. I'm putting up different trainings, unique trainings that I'm not posting on any other platform. So go check out MichaelMojo00 on YouTube as well. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. Check out some of the brand new trainings that we've got going on there. Have a great day, Driven Mofos. Keep pushing hard. And remember, stay driven. 